Hello, and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for the Wheel of Time, Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me, like always, Steve, how you doing? You know, today, I would say I'm tired. Shut up. I don't want to, I don't want to hear this anymore. You already took too long. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. All right. And I'm upset again. So Why are you upset? Know. Why are you upset? upset? It's because of today's chapter? It's because of today's chapter. This, I was thinking about this today when I read it. When I read Ah! it is the tone has has shifted and it has shifted violently. (laughs) Sure has. It is, at least for Perrin and Egwene, this is uh, picking up exactly right after the last chapter that we had, which was the Eyes of Pity, which... Uh, or uh, eyes with without pity, which was a hardcore name, also super dark. But picking up immediately after um, they fall asleep next to the pool and stuff like that is uh, Perrin and Elias. They're together, and they're kind. Of, Perrin is kind of like reflecting on what he was willing to do to uh, well, remember at the to end protect- of the last chapter. He was yeah, he was thinking about. I think his last thought he was wondering if he would have been able to kill Egwene. Yeah, if out of mercy to, to save a her. Mercy kill to save her from the ravens of death. Yeah, exactly. And this chapter opens up with him kind of still like contemplating it, and he's like, he's got his axe in his pocket and or like in its holster, whatever you call it. Uh, and he's like, he hates it. He he hates the fact that he was kind of like, I would have like he hates the fact that he considered it. Well, you know, I think the tinkers might have got to him a little bit too. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like a little bit of, uh, well, it's a hard philosophy to argue. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. If you, I mean, especially if you share those sort of views, which we do. I mean, unless you're a very violent person, you're probably going to share those views. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of it left a, an effect on him in a way that he just does it's it sucks it's just going to say that it he's sucks. just questioning Lester, things i think things are starting to you know he's really questioning his actions and choices and the same with those around him right so as he's kind of like thinking about this elias goes like he's like were you going to kill her because you hate her or something along those lines Revealing he's like, that I, he's like, cause same here, bro. <laughs> same here. I hate her. I she drives me nuts. I, I can't do this anymore, man. <laughs> no, he's like, he's like, you would, would you've done, were you going to do it because you hate her? And Perrin was like, hold up two things. One, you can't just read my mind like that. You just go, you can't just go in there, start rooting around shit. It's valid. But you know you what? Know. Mind readers are always going to do it, no matter how many times you tell them. They're going to slip <laughs> through the cracks <laughs> because you can't catch them. I mean, I think it, it's a two way street. I'm pretty sure that a lot that Perrin can can tell. can tell, and he can like read Elias's thoughts. I think there's been like hints that he has a couple times throughout their their journey together, and he definitely can read the thoughts of the wolves. He's definitely connected to the wolves. Well, because he's part of the wolf pack. He's part of the wolf pack. So, 
And Perrin's like, fuck you. No, I, I don't hate her. She, I love her. She's like, a, he's like, then that's where he kind of stumbles over himself. He's like, she's not a sister. I don't love her like a sister, but like, and then but like, I don't like, love her like that either. But like, you know, like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd have sex with her. I mean, what you, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have it's, it's the option sort of presented itself. I'd, I'd have a family with her. I'd spend the rest of my life with her. I don't love her. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Uh, go away. Stop talking to me. Um, it's at that point where they're kind of having that conversation where they get like a, an urgent message from the wolves of the, uh, an SMS Ooh. message. That's what it sounded like, but more yeah, like a it wolf. Was a, it was, yeah, it was a howl. And it was like, there's people coming. And I think, um, Elias is like, you take Egwene, get out of here, uh, go East or West. We'll find you, but you have to get out of here. Um, so they do. <laughs> they start hightailing it out of there. One goes east and one goes west. And then they go, wait a minute. We should both probably go in the same direction. And they take off together. Um, and uh, I think it's like early morning. I don't think it's um, nighttime anymore. But it's like early morning kind of um, before they you're were going to go on their dawn. Is that the word you're looking for? What's that? Dawn. Yeah, dawn. It's still dark out. And they, from the messages that Perrin's getting from the wolves, they they know it's a group of men on horseback. They're coming and they saw wind. And they, I think they, they're hunting wind or we don't know anything for sure until they start like rummaging around closer to Perrin and Egwene. They're getting closer and closer and closer. Um, and Perrin able, is able to notice that they're white cloaks, children of the light. The the anti Aes Sedai stuff. <laughs> they're no good. They're no good. They go around killing people, and uh, they go around killing people. Yeah. Um, at this point, Elias is he went with the wolves, and this is like the coolest part of this chapter is him. And the rest of the wolves kind of like tactically taking out the children of the light, like one by one, very stealthily. They're in like the bushes and parent can kind of feel all of it, you know? Yeah. He, That's kind of how, like we, tell. how uh, we know it's all going down. Yeah. He can, t- he can feel when um, they make a kill or when they get hurt. He can feel it all like just, just kind of happening. And that's kind of like, for me, that was the coolest part of this chapter was the the stealthiness of it and just kind of how oh, they me too. Absolutely. like coordinated this attack to get this attack together and uh, reading each other's minds and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. So they went, they still go hiding, Perrin and Egwene, and they find a giant, I think it's like a hand, a statue of a hand or something like that of Arthur Hawkwing's uh, statue. Yeah, it's like part of the which, statue. Like, it's like part of the statue. And I think they hide in like the palm of the hand, which kind of sh- shows that like this is this was a this was, statue big was huge. Statue. A big old big statue. Old statue. At this moment, like I think they see I think the white cloaks see Perrin and Egwene. They do, yeah. And uh they kind of catch him. They're t- they're telling they're they're about to apprehend them essentially. And 
just at that just at that moment hopper one of our one of our wolves he bursts out of the uh out of the bushes out of the bushes and he grabs uh he grabs a dude and fucking rips his throat out goes berserker mode he's like uh kill the shit out of him (laughs) they kill the shit out of him they all have like lancers or like lances and they just they just skewer the poor guy which yeah. I was like, Rip. man, we're like, that's what I mean. It's like now Tom, like it was Tom, now Hopper. Tom's the tone has shifted. Though. We don't know that for sure, man. I Maybe he comes it. back against. That's why I say, I, I tell myself he's not dead. Because he's not. He comes back as the gleam in the white. Uh, that's what he I'm hoping for. As, <laughs> he left as gleam in the gray. He comes back as gleam in the white. But Hopper, though, he's definitely dead. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, he's not coming there's, back. There's no way he's coming back whatsoever. Um, and at that point, one of the white cloaks, they knock Perrin unconscious. And Perrin, as he's getting knocked unconscious, he can feel Hopper dying, which is, uh, that's rough. It's pretty <laughs> and rough. And he thinks it's he's like, upsetting. he's, uh, he's like, I think he like feels as if he's dying himself. He feels it to that point. And especially getting knocked out at the same time, you must have. He's like, it felt like he was dying. I get essentially, it. they wake up. They're shackled, Egwene and Perrin, and uh, they they're being interrogated by this uh, white cloak named Biar. 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 Um, they're after a brief conversation. Another. White cloak comes in, a guy like a, a lord captain, like the leader of this group. Uh, He's got a big shiny helmet on or something. Big shiny helmet. He's got gray hair. He's like a grandfather type. His name is Jeffrin Bornhold, and uh, he basically explains to the kids, like, or not explain the conversation that the lord captain and Biar have is uh, the damages that they went through throughout the night or throughout this a little attack that happened, and they were like convinced that like there's. There's got to be like a dozen wolves out there, at least a couple different men, because they got like 40 of us. <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. They just... don't believe anything that they're saying. Yeah. And of course, they just got... like everyone in this world, they're like, you're dark friends. You got to yeah, be dark yeah, friends. Yeah. Well, they're lying. And they're dark friends. They're lying and they're dark friends. The reasoning is like, if you're hanging out with wolves, that's a dark friend thing. And Perrin is like, is it? no. It seems wolves... like it's a wolf brother thing. It seems like a wolf brother thing, dude. And Perrin is like, have you ever seen wolves like be part like under the employ of the dark one of the uh, or be a dark friend? Because they generally hate Trollocs. And I think there's like the there's a conversation here where they're. Where they're like, well, don't you see like Trollocs with snouts and and uh, like that look like wolves, I think. That's what Jeffren say says. He's yeah. trying. To, they're arguing the legitimacy of like wolves being dark friends or not. Yeah, you know. Um, but there, Jeffren I mean, and that's not that ain't no wolf. <laughs> Jeffren and uh, Br is are just not buying whatever they're putting down. Egwene tries telling a story, and then you know Jeffren is like, "That's bullshit. You forgot this part. What were you doing here? How do you know that name?" Like, I think she, like, mistold the story about... Or it was Perrin well, who told a story that... Yeah, Perrin does tell a version of the truth. 
but yeah. he, it's 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 his retelling of of the events and it's true but he you know he may leave some things out or change a couple things but whenever they're telling a story jeffram just goes you're missing this part how do you know that like what uh part of like parent story where he goes like that we were going to camelin we were from the two rivers we're going to camelin and we got uh sidetracked by trollocs at shadar logoth and jeffram is like how Dark do you know logoth you are dark friends. Only dark friends know Shadar Logoth. You'd have to be looking for that place. What is that voice? That is my impression of Jeffrey. It's pretty good. So Jeffrey is saying to saying to uh, Gwen, Br, and Perrin that they're they're going to take them all the way up to their. I guess it's like a camp or their city. I think it's called like Amador. Amador, Amador. something like that. But I think they're uh, one of their next steps is to actually get to Camelin first, um, and I think that's what the pro the thing is is that they're going to give them a sentence because they've killed like actual children of the light. That I think there's going to be like punishment when they get to Camelin, or at least Amador. Like they'll they'll yeah, hang them or seems something. They're they're insinuating that for sure that's pretty much where it ends they're they're going to be on the road again now just in captivity and without elias and hopper is dead rip hopper rip hopper i wonder if we should do like a bit here where we go like a like a like an r.i.p character whenever a character dies we do a little ceremony we'll work on it we have a rip (laughs) we're gonna give everyone put an f in the chat for respect F for Hopper. And uh, we'll be thinking about him in our wolf dreams. In our cheese, cheesy bread wolf dreams. That's where we leave off today for chapter by chapter. Uh, we'll be back, I believe, next week with uh, chapter 31 called Play for Your Supper. Or play for Your Dinner? Play for Your Supper? Play for Your Supper. I mean, hopefully it's a little more positive Sounds a little than more jovial. And... It's making me hungry. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.